Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. In my personal life, I am a wife to a dedicated law enforcement officer and mama to three lively littles. I'm an adamantine yoga teacher, health coach, community betterment advocate, and wellness enthusiast. But what I really like doing is connecting others with tools and resources that bring about health, harmony, and happiness. Whatever this looks like to you, I'm here to offer my own insights and tools from others that allow you to realize your full potential to live mindfully as your authentic best self. Allow me to be a guide in discovering what works for you. Hey guys, Kathy Stricker here. I want to take a moment before we begin the show today to pause and thank each one of you out there for listening to this show. Believe it or not, it is growing, so yay! Thank you very much for listening, for subscribing, and for sharing this podcast. Um, It means a whole lot to me, and I'm excited when I get to see that uh, it is growing indeed. So, Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for leaving reviews, for taking the time to do that and subscribing and just listening. I love to hear your feedback and I love to hear that um, you're getting some benefit out of what I am bringing to you. If you have ideas for show topics, please don't hesitate to email me um, or message me or send me a direct message because I would love to hear those ideas as well and I want to keep bringing you things that are of interest to you and that I can do some of the research on or find the the guests that will give you the insights on what you're looking to know more about in terms of bringing health, harmony, and happiness to your lives, which is kind of a broad topic. So really, anything goes um, as long as it's going to fit one of those elements or or help make you a healthier person or um, feel like you're in the flow more with life. So we're talking about gratitude today, and gratitude is one of those things that is especially prevalent this time of year. It's the Thanksgiving season. It's also the big holiday season, right? So gratitude is just there. And what I'm going to be talking to you about today is what does gratitude look like to me? Um, it's different for everybody, and I'm sure many of you have wonderful practices that you use. So let's engage about it. Uh, go to Karen Yoga Wellness um, on Facebook, and I have a group called the Health, Harmony, and Happiness Movement. And in that group, it's an opportunity for others and myself to share what it is that creates health, harmony, and happiness in your life. So let's get the conversation going there. Start some of those things. Bring up some of those ideas. I'll do that as well. But I'm going to share with you today how gratitude looks to me or how I hope that I am fulfilling it at times in my life. You know that I'm an adamantine yoga practitioner and With that, if you've listened to the adamantine episodes, you may have also picked up on the idea that there are four adamantine yoga tenets, and one of those tenets is gratitude. The other three are integrity, surrender, and nonviolence. So gratitude really comes into play for me 
on the daily with my yoga practice, when I hit the mat, um, I set clear intentions about being grateful for just being able to get to the mat every day or as often as I can. Um, and generally before I practice, I repeat the affirmations that go along with those four tenets. And it sounds something like this. I honor my highest truth in every circumstance. I cherish myself, my environment, and all living beings. I surrender to the natural flow of events as they occur in my life. I am grateful for all that I am and all that I receive. Wow, now if you think about that, if you think really about that last sentence, I am grateful for all that I am and all that I receive, then you know that it's not only the good, cheery, fun things in life that come to us, the blessings um, that we tend to think of, the joys, but it's also the stickiness, the yuckiness, the challenges and hardships that come into our lives. We see those on the mat in forms of um, stagnation, feeling as though you are stopped in your practice, feeling as though you're not progressing forward. But guess what? All of those times serve a purpose in your life. And it's all about perception, So we're talking about mindset right now in this series, and that's why it's great that gratitude falls into place with this series of podcasts, because mindset is so much about perception and being able to reframe or shift your mindset into a grateful mindset or grateful heart so that you can be open to looking at those challenges as things that may be happening for a reason, may be happening so that something else can progress on your mat or so that something else can come to you in life. We've all heard the cliche saying of one door closed is another door opened. Well, as cliche as it is, it is kind of the truth. I can think of numerous instances, as I'm sure you can as well, where something hasn't quite worked out how I wanted it to, how I had hoped it to work out. And when I gave in and surrendered, there's another adamantine tenant, when I let go of the idea or of the expectation of what I had created, the story I had told myself in my mind, and just let life unfold, what happened on the other side was so much more beautiful than what I was going through at that time and what could have been or what I thought was going to happen. So that right there opens up the door to gratitude. But the biggest thing is being aware and being able to step back and say, oh yeah, so that yucky situation I have that awareness of, and it actually wasn't yucky. It was actually very beautiful, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for going through it because it helped me learn 
X, Y, Z, right? Or it helped me get to this point or that point. Maybe helped me meet the love of my life. Who knows what it is? But we've all been there and we've all had that, that feeling. So going to my mat every day and reciting those affirmations initially sets the intention and sets the tone for my practice that whatever happens, whatever shows up on my mat, I'm going to be grateful for, and I'm going to approach it with compassion. Yes, I still need to um, put some effort into it, but not so much that I'm going to injure myself, not so much that it's going to cause undue stress in my life. I'm going to be grateful for the challenges that I do face. And some of those I am going to work through because that's going to change who I am as a person. But overall, I end with that. I am grateful for all that I am and all that I receive. And I didn't put those affirmations together. James Miller, the founder of Adamantine Yoga did, but it's very fitting because you end with that gratitude and gratitude is what ties all of those other elements, those um, tenants together. If you're finding that you have a grateful heart and that you're open to approaching your mat every day and practicing integrity in that way, to surrendering to whatever shows up on your mat and to practicing nonviolence towards yourself in both thought and deed, then ultimately that gratitude becomes something that's almost effortless to practice because you know that the path is so much bigger than you. Now, ultimately that mindset, that um, grateful mindset produces a present moment awareness, present moment perspective, and knowing that everything is connected, not just those tenants, but that everything in life, as I was talking about earlier, is connected. It allows you to reframe things that otherwise may be perceived as terrible or horrible, um, but it starts to turn your mindset into looking at those things as reason to celebrate, reason to just remain aware and present with what's going on. You don't have to like it. You don't have to love it. But to be able to name those feelings and those emotions also helps you, helps you to remain present. And this is how I try to approach my mat every day. It doesn't always happen, folks. I'm definitely not perfect. I know that. And I just know that when I approach my mat and I have that mindset, things flow, things move easier. So the reason I'm relating this to yoga is because that's what's easiest for me. But I hope that you're taking these thoughts and applying them to your own life if you don't practice yoga daily. Perhaps there's some other meditation or something else that you do that helps you remember these gratitudes. But it's a choice to be grateful and to look at life from a grateful perspective rather than a negative one. Every day we have blessings that are gracing us. And um, I used to have a, a blog actually called Counting My Little Blessings. It's probably still out there if you searched for it. But it was all about this. Uh, when, my, when I was young and 
even into my adult life, whenever I would see one of my grandmothers, um, she would always talk about counting your blessings. And no matter what we were going through in life, her phrase and what she told us was count your blessings. Um, almost every time I saw her, I was reminded of that. And, and it really is beautiful. So the year that, uh, we lost her. I began that blog, I think. And it was all about remembering to notice those little things in life, those things that sometimes we take for granted and that we let slip away. But it's the important things. It's those things that make memories with your family. Those things that live at your core and that make up who you are. It was also at that time in my life that I was inspired to begin my first gratitude journal. And this was years ago. Um, But I started to just take time every day to write down three things that I was grateful for on that day. Uh, It was a struggle in my life at that time. I was kind of going through um, some, some big stressors, which you've probably heard me talk about a lot of those already in this podcast. So to be able to pause and write down three good things about the day or bad things, they were just three blessings, um, really helped me to keep that grateful perspective. I generally did it at the end of the day, but honestly, I heard a practice recently of um, someone writing down every time they thought of something that they wanted to talk to God about or a Bible verse or an inspiration that they thought of uh, to have little notepads all around the house and to write that thought down. Then at the end of the day, collect all of those thoughts and spend some time in meditation and prayer on those thoughts. This was something that I read actually as a suggestion for busy moms who were running around. And I thought, wow, that kind of resonates with me because sometimes those thoughts come to us in the middle of the day when we are doing a million other things for other people and we don't take the time to write them down. So if you just left little notepads or little pieces of paper around your house or around your office or wherever you are regularly, it would allow you to write down those, maybe their blessings, maybe their gratitudes, maybe they are um, inspirations or Bible verses or whatever it may be that's going to help you come back at the end of the day and just spend a few moments reflecting before you go to bed. Believe it or not, right before you go to bed is the best time also to begin Um, or to practice uh, those gratitudes and manifestation things that you want to bring into your life, the good thoughts. We do this, at least I do this when when I'm praying at night. And I like to end my day that way as well as begin my day that way. But, um, But that's a practice that is a very simple one that could be implemented. I started with the gratitude journal. Um, I go in and out of phases in my life where I'm using that, but I know that when I'm starting to feel ungrateful or realizing that um, maybe life isn't flowing as easily as I would like it to, then if I can pause and take time to begin that gratitude journal again, and it's just three things, and some days it is really hard. Um, I've been there. It's really hard to find those things that you're grateful for because we all have crappy days. We all go through those times. 
but it's possible. It's very possible. And you start to look at the things that maybe someone might perceive as negative in a positive light. Another practice that um, is good for remembering and keeping gratitude alive in your life is, like I said, the, the affirmation at the beginning that I, that I recited. That's one that you could even simply sit quietly in an easy seated position or um, in a supine position or lying down on your back and tune into your breath and begin to repeat to yourself. Um, it's a super helpful one and allow that affirmation then to sink into who you are. Another thing that we do is we keep a blessing bowl on our kitchen table. And I got this idea a couple years ago from something that I read as well. But we take our Christmas cards and holiday letters that we receive from friends and family. And each week or two, uh, depending on our schedules and, and when we um, when we feel as though we're going to switch those out, we put a new one in that blessing bowl in the center of the kitchen table and we pray for that family. We pray for that individual. Um, I like to let those people know when we are doing that and just ask them if there is anything in particular that they are needing prayers for or blessings for during that week. And hopefully we can magnify the intensity of those blessings. So we practice gratitude in that way. And I say that we're practicing gratitude in that way because we are grateful for that relationship and we're grateful that we have the ability to energetically impact others through prayer. Prayer is when you are asking for something, whether that be God, source, the universe, the divinity, whatever it is that you believe in. I particularly believe in God and Jesus Christ, but whatever it is that you pray to, you're asking. You're asking to receive something, right? Or you're asking for help. You're asking for help for someone else. Um, The meditation is the listening part. It's that pausing, being quiet, and listening, So with that blessing bowl, then we're able to pass our gratitudes on to others and it feels really good. We get our kids involved with it and, um, it's something that they look forward to as well, because then they get to choose the family that we're doing that week and, um, and it's just fun for them too. And, and they remember then that it's important to pray for others as well and not just ourselves. Another practice in, in learning or enhancing gratitude in your life. And this is, I'm I'm telling you these because these are things that you can do year round. And we don't necessarily have to keep that focus only during this time of year, as you know. But this is a practice that Louise Hay talks about, I believe, in You Can Heal Your Life, which is a a very famous book. Um, But she talks about blessing everything. So as you're crossing the street, bless that car, bless that dog. Oh, bless this mail that came into my mailbox. Bless these bills because it means that somebody trusts me enough to pay my bills. Bless our house, bless our vehicle. It gets us from one place to the next and the list goes on, right? Blessing literally everything. And when you start to do that, it truly does start to become your mindset and you start to realize how much everything is connected and things just 
good things just start to happen to you or at least they're perceived as good, right? Because everything is perception in life. So blessing everything is another way to remember those gratitudes and to be grateful. And then the last thing I'm going to offer up today is practicing yoga postures to open your heart. Um, Practicing breath with yoga is crucial because it helps you slow down and it helps you tune into your inner self, okay? But there are certain yoga postures that, believe it or not, and if you listen to to, uh, the Yoga Mind episode that we recently did, you know that there are heart opening postures and some of the postures that you can practice to open your heart and to open your heart to gratitude are generally postures that are backbending, um, opening or lifting your chest and, and then visualizing that area of your body opening as well. Um, so triangle is a great one. It engages the back line of your body so that your heart and chest can be open. Cobra, again, backbending, opening the body. Kneeling lunge, uh, front splits, shoulder roll one. I'm, I'm going through some adamantine yoga postures. So if you're familiar with the sequence, you probably know this already, but these are also postures that you can look up online if you're not aware of these. Bridge and wheel. And then corpse posture, where you're lying supine or on your back at the end of your practice. Maybe even take time to do this in the evening. Place one one hand over your heart and breathe into that area of your body. Another practice you could do is in easy seated position. Bring your hands to prayer posture at heart center and touch your thumbs to your heart center. This just brings that awareness and that energy into that area of your body. It helps you slow down and then maybe you're just focusing intently on something that you are grateful for or someone that you are grateful for. Often when I'm teaching a group-led class, a group-led yoga class, I will add that at the end of the practice and and give students the opportunity to recall something or someone that they are grateful for. And as their mind begins to wander, and you can even do this at this time, but as your mind begins to wander, bring your attention back to that one individual or that one blessing in your life that you are grateful for. Use that time to hold space for that blessing and breathe into it. Notice how your body is feeling when you're there, spending time with that blessing, with that gratitude. And when you're ready, you can move on with your day. And it's really a beautiful practice and a beautiful way to either begin your day or end your day or both. Um, But I hope that you got some ideas today and took some things away from this podcast um, and, and how to incorporate gratitude into your life, whether it's this time of year when we start to get really, really busy or whether it is in the middle of July when life is being 
exciting with trips, with vacations, with time away from school maybe, or um, spending time outdoors. Any time of year is an appropriate time to be practicing gratitude. And just because it's not at the forefront of our minds all the time, allow some of these practices to move into your life and begin to adopt some of them. And you'd be surprised how it changes your perspective and reminds you that some of those those issues that maybe we get focused on, whether it's issues in the news or um, our own struggles and trials or with politics, that there is a whole lot out there in this world to be grateful for. And it can be the smallest, most simplest thing as lying in bed next to a child, reading a book, um, going on a walk in nature, or just enjoying watching the snowflakes fall down. Be present over the next few weeks as the end of this year wraps up and begin to set an intention to adopt a more regular grateful or gratitude practice into your life. Thanks again, you guys, for listening and for subscribing. I would love it if you would share this episode with just one other person. Um, It does, it really means so much to me to see this podcast grow and just hear the inspiring stories that you all share with me. So thank you very much for being here and for listening and for subscribing and rating and reviewing and all of that. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, help us grow this podcast by sharing it with even just one other person. And it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment of your time to write a review. Your comments and feedback are what help me continue to bring you topics and guests that can help you and others on their journey in creating health, harmony, and happiness. Remember to head on over to cairnyogawellness.com to get the show notes and links from today's episode. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Cairn Yoga Wellness. And to continue connecting with more resources that could help you enhance health, harmony, and happiness in your own life, subscribe to this podcast. Thanks again for listening.